Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. So no one better to turn to in these situations than a man who's had to go through this many times uh, in his life and in his career. Uh, He was a long-time player advocate at the tribunal, has represented some of the biggest names in the game, and he's been good enough to come on. Now, Ian Finlay, hello to you. Hello, Sam. Now, so obviously we're not advocating um, for, and we're not trying to excuse the act. We're not trying to, um, to be dismissive of the act. But it is interesting to run the exercise about what Geelong might do tomorrow night at the tribunal. So if this was you called upon by the Cats, how do you approach this? Do you try and defend what is considered by many the indefensible, or do you lay yourself at the mercy of the tribunal? Put your hand up as he already has and say, oh, I, I've, I've got this wrong. Sam, I completely agree with your comments of what you've just said in relation to the Act and the fact that football has gone past this and we should not have that in the game. However, what I would do is I would have spent Nearly all day today at the Geelong Football Club, I would have spoken with Tom, I would have spoken with the officials, I would have spoken with his coaches. What I would do if I did it, you have to present, you have to put a picture and paint a picture to the tribunal about Tom Stewart. How does he play footy? Does he play this way? No. Is he respected within the league by his peers? Most certainly. So I would say to the club, we need some character references in relation to Tom, how Tom is perceived at the club, how Tom is perceived by the other players, how he's perceived by his peers within the league. You then have to go to the tribunal and present that picture to them of Tom Hewitt. I would certainly speak with the advocate. I don't know who he is now. It used to be Jeff Gleeson, but I understand he's now the tribunal chairman. And I would speak to them prior to the hearing to see which way they wanted to go, what their inference was and what they wanted to put to the tribunal in relation to penalty. Because the whole thing you have to do here, irrespective of what everyone else says, you have to try and minimise what the penalty is. Will it be three weeks? Will it be four weeks? Will it be five? I don't know. But I would certainly put a case to them in relation to what the club would think the penalty should be. And I would certainly put a case of Tom and present that picture to them. And I would certainly get Tom to get up and address the members of the panel as to how and what his actions were on the day. Only he can know that, no one else. And that's how I would do it. Would you be looking, Ian, to try and find some examples similar um, Peter Jess has said today that he doesn't think that the message is getting through to players when it comes to trying to 
protect the head and and the dangers of concussion and, and head high hits and dangerous tackles. Are there examples like this that you would look to call upon? Look, I know Peter very well, and in fact, I've actually had discussions with Peter in relation to Oldham players who are now suffering from these debilitating injuries in relation to concussion. There are examples there. Uh, they're not good examples, and the examples that the tribunal's been pretty heavy on. And look, I completely agree with all the comments with Gary, with Buck, yourself. You have got to protect the head at all costs. Did he have a brain fade? I don't know. These are questions you'd have to put to Tom as to why and what he was thinking at the time. Only he can answer that. But was it a situation that we won in football? No. So, Carlton, the interesting grading of careless, has that actually done Carlton, has that actually helped Carlton in trying to keep the amount of weeks that, uh, sorry, Carlton, has that actually helped Geelong um, in terms of, yes, thank you. Has that actually helped um, Geelong in terms of the amount of weeks that they'd be hoping to keep this to because it wasn't graded um, as intentional? Well, look, that's certainly the question that would have to be put to um, Mr. Christian. Uh, as to why he graded it that way, I don't know how he viewed it, how he looked at it, but uh, does it help him? No, certainly it does. Because intentional, oh, golly, that's you're really going in to do it. Now, I think that was David King's comment. But uh, Michael has graded it fearless, so that's what they've got to go with. The severe impact side, is that an area, Ian, that, that that's the speculation that maybe they'll try and contest the, the severe grading of the impact and get it down to high impact? Do you see that as as an avenue for Geelong that would bear any fruit? I don't think they would do that. Now, I don't know. I don't know who's representing them or what they're doing, but I, I don't think that it's turned up to try and get it uh, downgraded. It certainly was to do. You only had to look at the young fellow when he hit the ground. He was gone before he hit the ground. Yep. But on the other side of the point, you also had to look at, I guess, Tom when he was spoken to by his coach and by his other. He certainly knew he did the wrong thing and I think that impacted on him. And I think it's still that. And I think it still will going forward as to what had happened because with an injury like that, oh, nothing, you can do a lot of damage. Yeah. Uh, we're speaking to Ian Finlay, a long-time players advocate, and the question is, how do you defend what would seem to be the indefensible? Ian, can clubs get them, in the court of public opinion, did Geelong, depending on how they argue this, run the risk of losing the PR battle here? Because if you try, if you are too strident in, in your defence, if you if it starts to look like maybe that you don't, and and Chris Scott went to great pains to say that you know they did it would disadvantage Richmond that that Tom felt awful that he'd done the wrong thing. Um, they they did put their hand up to, to to try and take ownership. People have questioned whether throwing up how good a bloke he is was timely. Um, but do you risk losing in the court of public opinion if it seems like you are trying too vehemently to argue against something in a space that is so important to the game at the moment? Look, I think Geelong will go in there. I don't know, but this is what my thoughts are. They would be very conciliatory about the whole thing, and certainly they'd put their hand up. Tom put his hand up and owned it. The only thing I would say is in the defence of him going to the tribunal is his past record, and Mm -hmm. certainly I would have put together today 
I would have spent a lot of time going through his record, what he's done, how he's played the game, and I would certainly put that to the tribunal because, bear in mind, you only get one chance to come and claim your credit. And this is the only time he's going to get that. You only get one go at this to claim the credit back for things he's done. Will they uh, look at that? Maybe. I don't know. But certainly you would put all that to them. And, but I don't think you'll find Geelong going in there saying, look, this happened because uh, the other press you did this. Or, uh, no, I don't think that'll happen. It'll be a situation of the plea of guilty and then they'll work from there. And I think the whole case will revolve around the prosecutor for the AFL and the defence counsel for Geelong working out what the penalty's going to be and what they put to the tribunal, and then it's up to them to make the decision. And, and the, we've seen before, I think it was Basha Hooley that brought in character references like sort of what you're talking about, and that actually worked until on appeal, uh, what was two weeks ended up being four. Um, do we feel like despite how good a character Tom is, this is just such a clear-cut example of everything that the AFL is trying to do that character probably won't be considered? by the tribunal, given that, as David King was saying, it just has to be judged on the action, not the person committing the action? Well, look, I'm chairman of the Northern Footy League Appeal Court. I'm chairman of the Southern Peninsula Appeal Court. And if I get a player that comes up to me and the panel that I sit with, and he's had an exemplary record and made an error in judgment on the day, yeah, I certainly look at that. Well, it's going to be a, a, an interesting... Very interesting tribunal case. Uh, I I think it's one of those where I don't know how you go about trying to uh, reduce it, but they've got to mount some kind of case. So I appreciate you um, giving us an insight in how they might go about it. Uh, really appreciate your time as always, Ian. Sam, always a pleasure to talk to you and love your chat. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.